Hello, everyone. This is Kerwin, and welcome to another episode of What's Happening in Travel with Kushro and Kerwin. Kushro is not here today, but um, our subject that we're going to have today is... I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about uh, weight restriction. And I've seen it in a lot of online forums, people asking about, uh, is the flight going to be weight restricted? I even did a post already on pastvalley.com about weight restrictions. So if you go to pastvalley.com slash weight restriction, you'll see the post. I'll also include a post uh, link in this um, in this podcast, in the show notes. Uh, the picture I have behind me today is a picture of Toshim. Well, it's kind of out just outside of Torsham. I went to the Faroe Islands, and from my window at the Hilton Garden Inn, this was my view. It's pretty cool. You you can see um, there's a if you're not online, there's a road like a T junction, and the cars come in from the city, and then they can they make a left. Uh, actually, the car comes in from the airport. They make a, a right, and they go into the city, and the left, and they go out to like another part of the um. I guess part of the shoreline. But uh, since I've been getting so many, oh, Forest Star, uh, I think that I saw at least three videos about people misbehaving on airplanes. Uh, one guy, he decides that he wants to sit in the flight attendant jump seat, according to what I read. And uh, he was told that he had to get up and he didn't. And they returned the flight to New York. And uh, I was about three hours into the flight, and the flight was already delayed. So this was a very, very expensive um, uh, for the airline because the flight that was coming back was also would have been canceled because that airplane is doing an industry what they call making up and making up a flight. It was when one flight comes in, and then um, that same airplane takes another flight out. So the flight that was going to Tel Aviv was canceled. Because by the time the crew would have gotten there, um, they would have exceeded their their crew, the time that they have to fly. And when, whenever cancellations happen, or whenever in the in the industry, uh, people just don't understand how the whole thing works. But everything is timed, and so someone back in school scheduling is thinking, well, if this flight goes, by the time they get there, uh, before they get there, they would have exceeded their maximum time that the crew can stay awake uh, and work and so uh the flight didn't didn't go um it was rescheduled a thing for like eight o'clock that night because it arrived back in Newark at six and then the guy got off the plane it was escorted off not by security by uh it looks like a gate agent and nothing happened to the guy as far as the reports so i'm i'm still miffed as to why somebody disrupted a flight cost the airline so much money and they didn't get in trouble for it but who knows? Uh, then I saw another one of a lady. She was on a Frontier flight. And for I don't know why she was getting off, but she was getting off the plane. And then another passenger was yelling and screaming at her. Don't know what happened before that. Don't know the reason why she got kicked off the flight or why she was leaving the flight. Um, but, you know, just just thought, And there was even another one. I can't remember what that one was. But uh, just all this to say, behave yourself when you're on a plane. Uh, it's not just you. If you have an issue, go talk to someone. If it doesn't work in your favor, don't blow up because that's not going to really work well. And uh, you're going you're gonna to disrupt a flight, you're going to delay a flight. And like I said, when you delay one flight, you're not just 
it's not just you. There's a whole lot of things. Because typically when that flight gets delayed, has to sit at the gate longer, then there's another airplane that's coming in to use that gate. And if that airplane can't use that gate, then they have to get delayed, sit on the tarmac. There's other people out there on that plane complaining that they didn't get to their gate and they have flights to connect to. And so the airline has to find another gate for that airplane. Sometimes there isn't any, so they have to wait for the next airplane that's leaving, which means that that airplane that was supposed to use that other gate, that your airplane is using. So, you know, it gets one little thing. You're, you wanted to get your own way or thinking that you're right, even if you are, you're messing up everybody else's life. So just bear that in mind whenever these kind of things happen. So weight restriction. So as a, this is really for the um, airline employees segment. Uh, as a customer, you probably don't care about weight restrictions because whenever the flight is weight restricted, what it means is uh, airplanes, everything is based on weight. So they estimate uh, how much each passenger weighs, they estimate how much the bags that the passengers carry weighs. Uh, and they know how many bags are, are they've checked in and things like that. So they know, let's say the airplane is going to hold 2,000 pounds. And uh, they know that the airplane can fly with so much fuel, with so much distance, with so much weight. If the airplane has to fly longer because there is weather on route or weather destination, um then what it means is that the uh they have to decrease something and so when they decrease something it means they can't take as much fuel or they can't take as many passengers or they can't take as much cargo uh and or and if if they have to uh if they have to put more fuel on then it means they have to decrease something so typically they leave cargo behind or they may leave a cargo like, you know, um, not necessarily your bags, but they may leave your bags behind. They may leave the actual cargo that, you know, like mail or, um, you know, whatever, whatever other cargo is on the plane. They may leave all that stuff behind. And so that's typically what happens. What that means is an airline employee you may see the airline says, oh, we got 20 open seats, but then they're holding 10. And when they're holding 10, those 10 seats are uh, being held because it's like 10 times 170, just like 1,700 pounds. Um, and that 1,700 pounds means they can add some more fuel. And then if they have to fly around a thunderstorm, or if they have to hold do a holding pattern when they get to their destination, they'll have enough fuel to do that. So that's typically the crux of um, weight restrictions. Sometimes what happens is, although these airplanes are very advanced, they still have a weight amount. So when Singapore Airlines decided to fly north to Singapore on the A340-500 at the time initially, they were like, oh, we've got this premium economy. And they were like really, real marketing it. But in reality, they couldn't fill the airplane with all the seats that, that they wanted to on that airplane. So what they did was they took out some of the seats and give you a lot of leg room and called it premium economy. Our economy, I think it was premium economy. 
uh, and they marketed it. So you, you know, you as a customer is like, oh man, this is really nice. You get lots of legroom, costs a little more. Uh, and now when they did the new airplanes, A350-900 ultra long range, same thing, less seats than a normal A350-900 uh, would have. Uh, and as a result, they could fly further um, and they could do the 18 hour trip without having to divert. Because what happens is that if the airplane can't make the distance, then they have to divert. Diversion means that you have to stop at an airport before you get to where you want to go. Uh, this happened actually over the last week. An airplane, a JetBlue flight uh, was going to JFK. They had bad weather in JFK and they landed in Newark. And passengers were very upset about this, of course, because it's so close. But they wanted to get off the plane, but they couldn't. The reason why they couldn't get off the plane is for international flights. You are set up to go to one airport. If you have to go to a different airport, no matter how close it is, there's a whole bunch of immigration procedures that have to be followed for that. So uh, that couldn't be done. And so everyone stayed on the plane as much as they were yelling and screaming and uh, making a big fuss. And then eventually when the weather cleared, they went on to JFK. Um, so I know that a lot of people don't know all this stuff, but just kind of bear things in mind that the airlines are not stupid when they do things. Uh, sometimes, you know, you think, oh my God, why are they doing this? It's because you don't have the full picture. You're not running the airline. You're not in operations. So you don't know exactly what's going on from the, an operational perspective to make all the decision. And sometimes when the pilots don't talk to you, it's not because they don't want to talk to you. It's because usually they're busy or they just don't have any updates. Uh, some pilots are very good at coming on and say, hey, you know, I know it's been 20 minutes, but I haven't heard anything. Um, some pilots won't do that. They just won't say anything. The, the time has passed and they're busy trying to get you out of there. And so uh, because they're busy trying to get you out of there, they just forget to communicate, to communicate with you. So don't just always jump to a conclusion that, you know, it's the end of the world, the pilots are idiots, airlines are stupid because they're not. There's a lot of people whose responsibility is to get to where you want to go. And so when you think of weight restrictions, it's the same type of thing. They know exactly what they're doing um, and everything is measured and coordinated and all that all that kind of good stuff. So if you're a non-rib and you get left behind, it's not because they want to leave you behind. Um, I know recently there was another flight where the I was trying to get on the flight and the agent was communicating because I had revenue passengers before. And the lady was like, well, you know, we've got, I can only do one seat, but I've got two people and their revenue, they're, they're doing together. So they had to redo the numbers and it probably meant them taking off some cargo or mail or something, whatever they would have taken off in a case like that to make to make it so that the person flies or what they end up doing is doing a slightly different route that won't take as much fuel as the initial route that they have. And all this stuff is happening as the plane is going to depart. So if you're listed for a flight, it shows that flights are weight restricted. You know, don't give up. Stay at the gate. Wait because, you know, you may just get on because at the last minute, the weight restriction may be lifted. And some is lifted because uh, the winds have changed. Uh, they don't have as much cargo as they were expecting or uh, the weather changed. 
you know, or or anything like some passengers didn't show up. So instead of holding 20 seats, uh, they can still hold 20 seats, but then five passengers didn't show up so they can add five people to the flight. Uh, or sometimes if they have cargo, they'll just put cargo on and leave you behind anyway. So that all different types of things happen. So whenever you see um, a flight that is weight restricted, just bear in mind these little things. Don't panic. Go anyway and just make sure that you have a backup plan. Now, sometimes some of these flights are, you know, they're not on a flight for 12 hours, 24 hours, two, three days. Um, so bear that in mind as well, because you may be left at that airport for a little while if you don't have an alternate flight or the, the route you're flying is not a daily operation. So if you have any more questions about weight restriction, just pop them in the in the uh, comments and let me know. But I just wanted, to, I've seen that question so many times and although I have a post about it, I just wanted to, um, you know, include it in a, in a podcast so you guys get what's going on. And if there's anything you want me to address in these uh, What's Happening in Travel podcasts, let me know. And before I leave, I just want to say, please, please, please behave yourselves out there. Um, remember that it's not just about you. There are other people flying as well. So this is Kerwin with PassRider.com, CruisingOutTrue.com for another episode of what, What's Happening in Travel. Have a good trip and talk to you soon.